0: That's great. So yeah, Merry Christmas from um, from me as well. And just great to be together with everybody today in the morning. Um, Yeah, to start the day nice and early. And yeah, welcome to everyone outside as well and and to everyone watching online. And yeah, it's just great to be a part of a a community of people who love Jesus and and get to celebrate uh, his birth today. And um, it's probably likely that you've got a lot of things on today, maybe, or have been quite busy in the lead up to today. Maybe have some gatherings and things you're thinking about coming up today or Or perhaps it's also that today's a day that can kind of lead to a lot of different emotions and and sort of things that come up for for people. But I suppose the invitation of this morning is to do what we often talk about and and remember the real meaning of Christmas and set apart this time to really be present um, with the Lord um, and His people and to really focus on just this amazing thing that happened with Jesus' birth and God coming to be with us. Um, So I suppose I kind of invite you just in your... Um, I guess, posture to kind of be present this morning, um, to be attentive to God, um, to seek to be open to the wonder and to hearing this story afresh uh, in new ways. Um, it's been great um, doing Advent, which we've been doing this this month in kind of preparation for Christmas and looking at the songs um, in, the, in the Bible around Jesus' birth and also doing the podcast and we've been hearing about people's songs and carols and there's been a real theme come through the podcast of people just really valuing the awe and the wonder and the, the heart of adoration and worship that's present at Christmas. Um, that's really present in the song, Oh Holy Night, that many people loved and, and shared about. And I think it just captures this desire to really worship Jesus and, and honor him and stand in awe of him that he came to be with us. So hoping that this time this morning, just as we kind of reflect on what that means, can, can create some of that awe and wonder in our hearts, um, and also the joy that we talk about as well. So let me just pray really quickly. We just pray, Father, that you'd speak to us this morning afresh about your son Jesus and his birth. Holy Spirit, would you lead us and guide us and just reveal Christ to us in new ways that he'd be honoured and praised. You'd fill us with joy in our hearts. We just pray this in your name. Amen. Awesome. So um, actually I actually have some, just a few things I need to grab today to help me out a bit. So just give me one sec, sorry. Um, It's got a few props, so I don't know if some of the kids are here, you guys can stay where you are, but I may be even looking for a helper a little bit later, so just, if you're willing to come and do something fun, just be ready to run down in a sec, Um, but a lot of the kids probably like to draw or um, paint, I've got a painting here, you guys can see that all right outside as well, that's good. We've got a painting here. Um, it's a nice painting. I know there's some artists in our church who love to paint or, or write or draw or sing. Um, and maybe some of the kids love to draw and, and paint and sing as well. And I think part of the reason why um, many of us love to be creative and, and make things and create things like artworks is it actually points back to the fact that we're made in the image of God. And God is actually the ultimate artist. And kind of look around at his artwork that he actually makes a world and He makes humans, and actually, we are part of his artwork as well. So we've got this artwork to kind of represent that here today. Um, As well, it's sort of the holiday season. Hopefully, you're getting a bit of a holiday. You might be looking forward to, like, lying down and and reading a book, getting into a novel. I like to do that before we had a baby. They were good days, but (laughs) you might be able to get five minutes or something for a bit of a read. We'll see. Um, But I think part of the reason why we tend to love stories, whether it's reading stories or or watching movies, or or just hearing about, yeah, epic, epic stories and characters, is again, because we're actually a part of a story. We're actually a part of an epic story, and all the great stories point back to the fact that God is actually the ultimate author, and he's actually writing a beautiful, wonderful story. So you might be reading some stories at Christmas, and all of this points to the fact that, yeah, God is creator, that he actually doesn't just make artworks and write stories, but he actually made the whole world. When he created it, he said, let there be light... And he created this earth and the universe and the stars and the sky and, and all things. And he's an amazing creator, and he made us in his image to reflect him. But as you probably know, the story of the Bible sadly quickly goes bad when this artist takes all this time to create an incredibly beautiful artwork, but then very quickly it's ruined. Now, this is an expensive painting from my um, great-great-grandfather worth over a 1000 No, no, I'm just joking. I got this $15 at the op shop. So, don't worry. But imagine, though, still, you put all this effort, someone put this effort into making this painting, creating this beautiful artwork, and then someone came and just ruined it. Would any of the kids like to come and ruin this artwork? I've got a pen. You want to do it, Hamish? No? If you want to do it? All right. Just scope nuts. Off you go. Go nuts. There we go. Wow. It's only $15 a love shop. Don't worry. Cool. Nice work. Thanks, Hamish. Awesome. So imagine if you painted that painting and then someone came and did that, right? Just comes in and just ruins it. And sadly, the story of the Bible is kind of that that's what happens, right? Is that, that God is an artist who creates a beautiful world and beautiful humans, and then sin enters, and it's like this, this cancer that spreads and just defaces and destroys this beautiful artwork that he made. Similarly, imagine if you had planned this amazing story that you had written, um, a story that the side of the Bible starts with heaven and earth together. It's all about God being with people and, and unified and reflecting his beauty and his glory, but then all this ugly stuff starts to enter and it just starts to get ruined. And like, people just add this stuff into the story that just destroys it. And now it starts to be a story of separation and and death and, and destruction. And imagine if you wrote a story and then that, it turned into this horror story. In some ways, that's what happens in the Bible, that the story is hijacked. And God makes a world he says, "Let there be light, God is light. there's no darkness in him." And, and his world and creation is to reflect His goodness and His light. But when the artwork's destroyed, when the story is hijacked, darkness comes into the world. And that's very quickly what happens in the first few pages of the Bible. God created humans as artists and authors to join his story, but instead of trusting him, they believed lies, which led to the destruction, hijacking and the darkness that's in the world. You might think, well, why are we talking about this at Christmas? So we'll kind of, kind of pause that for a second and, and, and come to the Christmas story and look at some of these verses that, that Sam read out before. Because we might sort of think back to Jesus' birth and think, well, why is it so significant? Like, Babies are born all the time, and, and yes, it's an amazing thing, right? That Birth is an amazing thing, and we got to experience it this year, and it was an amazing, wonderful thing, but it's also a very normal thing that happens all the time, every day, all around the world. It's quite normal. But Jesus' birth is completely abnormal. There's never, ever been a birth like it. There, there never has been before or after his birth, and he is completely unique, because as we read, that he is actually referred to as the Word. Jesus, in John's Gospel, the start of the story about Jesus, it starts with saying, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. We celebrate Jesus' birth today, but that's not the start of Jesus' life or Jesus as a person. He is the Word. He was there in the beginning. He existed before He was born, with God and as God. also says of Jesus in the next verses that through Him... All things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. It's not just that Jesus existed before he was born, that he is the artist. He is the author. He is the creator. All things were made through him. Also says in verse 9, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. So the world is in darkness. Jesus' birth is actually the light coming into the world. is actually the artist and the author and the creator. So it's kind of hard to picture this in some ways, but, but really like what we're kind of trying to describe and trying to some of the wonder of Christmas is imagine you created an artwork, it got defaced like this, you have a few options, right? Like you could chuck it out, um, you could start again, you could try to like fix it up and, and rub it out somehow, but, or touch it up with some paint, it may work. But imagine if you could do something that's humanly impossible, which is actually step into the artwork if I could somehow step into that painting and become a part of it and actually, in so doing, work a way to actually restore it. When Jesus is born, it's not just a baby being born, another story of birth. Imagine if the story that you are writing was hijacked, but then to fix it, you actually write yourself into the story. It's actually the author becoming the main actor or the main character in the story. And Jesus' birth, again, is not just um, light, but it's actually the light... When when God who is light comes and is actually the creator, God, entering and becoming part of his creation. God who spoke and created humans now himself becomes a human and even more so a baby. It says that in the verse we looked at before, the word became flesh and made his dwelling. Among us, the word who existed, who is God, who created, who's the artist, who's the author, actually became flesh. The artist entered the artwork, the author became the main actor and character, the creator became created. And this is good news for us because this is the true story of the world. And we're actually a part of the artwork. We actually are the artwork, and actually, we have been um, broken. And, and though we are made good in God's image, there's, there's death and destruction. But because of Jesus' coming, light has come. And we see in the Christmas story, a star points to Jesus because light has come. And then in Ephesians 2.10, it says, of those who are in Christ, we are God's masterpiece or artworks that he has created anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he's planned long ago. God restores the artwork in Christ and actually, if we're in him, he restores us as his masterpiece. The story of the Bible is supposed to be about heaven and earth together. There's separation and there's death. Jesus enters the story, and then now the story will end ultimately with heaven and earth being reunited. And even at Jesus' birth, heaven and earth celebrate his birth because angels announce it, like these the, the servants of heaven, and they announce it to shepherds, these lowly servants of of earth, and it's heaven and earth coming together at Jesus' birth to rejoice as the author steps onto the page. In Hebrews 12, it says, looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We look to him as the author, the one who we follow, who leads us. He started writing the story, but now he's entered the story, and he will finish the story that he started. And it's not just a normal birth of a baby, but this is actually the son of God. And Jesus is referred to as the, the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, the creator entering the creation. And at the same time, though, the story of Jesus is this, like, like just to think about that as like a concept is profound, right? Like an artist entering, the, the author entering, the creator. It's like time and space should warp or something There It should just be some crazy thing that happens, but it's just a birth that happens um, that nobody really knows about. Um, except for some people who are kind of insignificant. And it just seems small and seems humble, but it's so profound and so powerful. But in many ways, that's kind of how God works in the world. He works and brings His light, and often it looks small and it looks insignificant, but it's actually incredibly powerful. Um, In that passage in John, again, it says, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus comes and his birth seems small and humble. His ministry seems small and humble, but then he says it's like a small seed that will grow into a big tree. It's like yeast that will spread through the whole dough. It's just a small light, but it will overcome the darkness and the darkness will not overcome it. So we're not to get hung up on the, the appearances, but actually recognize the reality of God at work in the world in this Christmas story, meaning that the artwork will be restored the, the story will finish with heaven and earth reunited, and the creation will be renewed and made new. He eventually says that he will make it all new again. So I suppose as we respond today, um, the kind of two postures we're being invited into is a posture of worship, to, to stand in awe of the significance of, of Jesus and his birth and what it means that, that he entered the story, he entered the artwork, he entered his creation, And it's also an invitation to joy, Um, joy not because the painting's all fixed yet, because it's not, right? Or the story is not completely finished yet, the world's not completely renewed yet, but the light has come, And, and Jesus has come, and not only that, but he's taken all the darkness on himself and defeated it, he's won, and his light is in us, and his light is spreading throughout the world, and we're invited not to be overwhelmed by the darkness, but to focus on the light that has come. I've read this before, but I love this quote by Henry now, and he says, People who have come to know the joy of God do not deny the darkness, but they choose not to live in it. They claim that the light that shines in the darkness can be trusted more than the darkness itself, and that a little bit of light can dispel a lot of darkness. So the invitation to recognize the light has come, and Jesus' coming is not just a little bit of light. It is the Creator coming to be with us. It's a huge amount of light, even though it looks humble, And we can look at the light in our lives through his presence and the lives of others. And invitation to focus on that today, to not be overwhelmed by the darkness. So as we respond with this posture of worship and joy, we're going to sing two songs that will really reflect that well. Um, But I just want to read, we've been talking lots about songs this Advent. I just want to read some lyrics from um, another song. Um, It's called Arrival. Um, by Hillsong. It's this beautiful song um, explaining and reflecting on the significance of Jesus' birth. And then what I'm going to do after that is actually just just sit down, and um, we're just going to have some time of silence. Um, Just a little bit of time, not not a long time, but enough to just sit and be present. Because I think, um, again, this is a busy time and often a busy day, but what we're talking about in Jesus' birth is so significant and in many ways, the appropriate response in some ways is, n- is just to be silent, to be in awe, and there's a holiness in that. So after I read these words, I just encourage you to embrace a time of silence, and then I'll come back up and pray, and then we'll they'll head into worship. These lyrics say this. Who is God that he would take our frame, the artisan inside the paint, or breathe the very air his breath sustains? the architect inside the plan. O come now, hail his arrival, the God of creation. Royalty robed in the flesh he created. Jesus the maker has made himself known. All hail the infinite, infant God. The one who had no start and knows no end became confined in time and tense. The everlasting God, the great I am, in the mercy of a mother's hands. O come now, hail his arrival, the God of creation. Royalty robed in the flesh he created. Jesus the maker has made himself known. All hail the infinite, infant God. The holy word of God defined by name. The author climbed inside the page. Love embraced our fate. All hail the arrival of our maker. God embraced our frame when he graced the world he made. All hail the divine in a manger. Love embraced our fate when the playwright took the stage. All hail the arrival of our Maker. Reading some more lyrics, we're about to sing. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore you. Hope of a life spent with you. King of all days, oh so highly exalted. Glorious in heaven above. Humbly you came to the earth you created. All for love's sake became poor. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you are my God. You're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to me. We just praise you, Jesus, ask you to fill us with greater revelation of your beauty and your wonder this Christmas. And touch us by your spirit and your presence. And lead us to honor and worship and stand in awe of you uh, for your glory and your greatness and beauty. Say, who is like you? No one is like you. You are holy. You're beautiful and true and good, and we trust and love you and celebrate your light that has come to be with us, and we praise you in your name. Amen. If you'd like to stand, and and we'll sing together.